0: podcast and I am joined with the lovely Bobby Kaler. Bobby, how are you doing today?
1: I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing?
0: I am very well. Thank you so much for joining us. I appreciate your presence here in the lounge and today we are talking mental fitness as I understand. Now for our audience members who aren't quite hip to the phrase, could you explain to us what
1: mental fitness means to you? Sure, and it's. I'm glad you asked because it's very different. It's not mental health, right? Gotcha. So mental fitness is about our capacity to respond to life's challenges and opportunities with a positive mindset, rather than a negative, neutral, or stressed mindset. Gotcha. Okay, and why that's really important is when we when we respond with a positive mindset, that's when we have the best access. To our brain's resources so we're more creative we're more resilient we see we literally see more options than when we're negative or stressed so does that kind of that makes sense
0: that makes perfect sense and I love the fact that you opened with it's different than mental health because I feel like a lot of people who hear mental fitness automatically would go oh Another mental health podcast. (laughs) And it's like, no, we do love mental health podcasts, but this is totally different. So, totally different. I I love that we differentiated that. Now, when people are stuck and they're kind of feeling, you know, they've got these roadblocks and they're trying to get to a, a place of mental fitness, how do they get unstuck so that they can get to these, you know, they can navigate better and, and, And make these you know how can they navigate better and get unstuck
1: yeah so there's there's a few ways to get unstuck Um, one way is through mental fitness and I can give you an example there the other way to get unstuck and and sometimes it's just this simple is to pick one action Mm -hmm. just one action I don't care how small it is and take that action and learn from it so for example sometimes people Sometimes I think something that keeps people stuck is they think, I have to have the whole plan. I have to have a whole big plan yes. before I can get started. And it's like, that's impossible. Right. You have to get started. So so kind of, and sometimes people have the plan and that's fantastic, but don't let that become a limit. So if you're one of those people and you're like, man, I don't have the whole plan, pick an action. And that can be, it can be small. It can be like, um, I'm going to talk to someone who's doing something different than I am. And maybe an an idea is going to be sparked from that so that's one path you know now with mental fitness that is it's there there, there are three mental fitness muscles the saboteur interceptor Mm -hmm. the sage muscle and then our self-command muscle and I think the easiest way to get started with mental fitness is to get to know your saboteurs Mm -hmm. and a saboteur is and this is it's based on it's based on four different disciplines so it's neuroscience uh positive psychology which that's what my grad uh, my graduate degree is in um cognitive behavioral therapy and then performance science so what these researchers have identified is we have 10 there's up to 10 different inner saboteurs and a saboteur is simply our automatic ways of thinking feeling and acting okay you know what I mean? So like, have you ever felt like, Oh my goodness, that, that was almost like a knee jerk automatic response. We almost get hijacked. Yes. <laughs> that, that can be a saboteur. Okay. So like, so, so to give you an example, um, uh, one saboteur, well, there's a judge judge is universal. We all mm. have a judge and oh, the yes. judge comes in three flavors. It's, it's judging of ourselves, judging of others and judging of our circumstances. And then, and then you have these accomplice saboteurs. So one of my, 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 accomplice saboteur is hypervigilance. So I've always said like, if worry were an Olympic event, I'm the gold medalist. Yes. <laughs> <No>. yes. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't even tell you like for years and I've known that hypervigilance is, is a problem for me. Cause like I'd wake up at three in the morning and my mind would be spinning on stuff and I couldn't turn it off and then, and then stuff would start. And then it's like, I was almost looking for stuff to worry about. You know I mean? Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So I'm not alone. So, so get to know your saboteurs and, and there, there's a, a simple assessment. It's free. I can share the link and in five minutes you can know which of the saboteurs um, do I most likely have? So some of the common ones are like the controller, the person who has to have control of all the details, or the stickler, which is the perfectionist, um, the, the victim, you know, the, the sky is always falling. So I think one of the easiest ways to get started is to get to you know your saboteurs because they keep us stuck. Yes. You know what I mean?
0: Yes, absolutely. As you're naming off these saboteurs, I am different people popping out like I yep 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 or that one's me that one's yes I that's I right feel you
1: yeah 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 and so once we get to know our saboteurs then we can say oh like in my case I've actually named the hypervigilant saboteur I've named him Virgil because I don't know it's like I can't take this guy seriously right. <laughs> anymore. Yes. you know so now I recognize when the saboteur thought shows up and I'm like oh that's just Virgil telling me I need to worry <laughs> and it, it sounds simple. Su- uh, it, sound, it sounds super simple. But what we know is that when we start to do that, we're starting to create new neural pathways in our brain. Okay. And that's what's so powerful about it. Wow. Yeah.
0: Okay. So when we're doing that, we are helping ourselves to get, we're literally helping ourselves
1: to get unstuck. That's right. That's wow. right. Wow. Yeah. That is pretty cool. It's very cool, and in coaching so many people, a lot of times what I've seen is that it's our thoughts, right? Think about it, and and maybe you've known someone this way: like someone's about to take an action, you know, they're about to try something new, or they want to try something new, and they stop themselves because it's like, oh well, am I really smart enough? Am I, you know, whatever, whatever that is, you know what yes. I mean? Tall enough, short enough, so, you know, whatever. But but we stop ourselves. And that's part of why. That's part of why we do it. Mm-hmm. I literally
0: just myself popped into my head. I have, <laughs> I, have always known it as imposter syndrome, and I've always mm-hmm. like, I, I've always kind of had that in my, in the back of my mind. So it's yes, I get that. Now I'm, I'm sitting here like, huh? Okay, so uh, attacked, attacked. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Not, not, not in a, not in a serious way. But I'm like, oh is pretty personal. I'm, I'm going to learn a lot from this one. But what, We've all done it. We absolutely, we all have. So what is the number one trap that keeps people stuck?
1: It's what I alluded to earlier, that thing around, I have to have the whole plan. I have the to know thing. the whole thing. And it's what I always say is there's a mechanism that I like to use. And over the years I've just called it kind of learn your way forward. And it's three steps and it's super easy and they all start with an A. So, you know, triple A. So the first thing is to take an action, pick one action. And again, I don't care how small it is, but pick one action and take that action. Then after you take the action, go back and assess how did it go or what did I learn? And then from there, the third A is to adapt, right? If, If it went great, fantastic. Keep doing it. If it went like, oh, that's okay, but I can learn some stuff now we can adapt and that's how we can keep moving forward and not get so caught up in the I have to have the whole plan or I have to have all the answers and here's the thing about needing to have all the answers and I say this as the person who used to always want all the (laughs) answers all of them all (laughs) of them right but think about it how much do you learn along the way that you literally couldn't know when you first got started absolutely absolutely there was, so
0: I am a social media junkie. I'm not going to lie.
1: Cool. And
0: there was this one thing and it said, the best thing you can do is start right now and learn along the way because you can't learn to drive a parked car. Perfect. And I was like, wow. And when I stopped and really, really thought about that, I was like, I mean cuz I I'm the person who always had to know all the answers. I had to know the whole plan before I even started and if I didn't know the whole plan before I started, I wouldn't start at all. That's right. It's like well, when you think about it and you relate it to driving a car, how many of us were actually really good when we the very <laughs> first time we got behind that wheel and I was like, "Oh my goodness. Wow." So it's that's yeah. definitely something. And then when you brought up the AAA, I was like Thank goodness for AAA. Now that's going to stick in my head with the (laughs) with the driving a parked car analogy. Like drive, yeah, you can't learn to drive a parked car, and you always should have AAA. That's right; those go together. They they really do. So, wow, I like this. I I love where this is going. What
1: are the three fundamental truths? Ooh, the three fundamental truths. So, can I give you a little background on this? Of course, please do. Okay. So these came out of an experience I had way back when I was 23. Um, My life was completely on a course to nowhere. Like I was working two jobs. I was barely keeping my head above the water. Uh, Did you ever eat that tuna fish macaroni salad? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Oh, my God. I was living on that. Because that's like you could go to Walmart. You could buy a big old thing of macaroni and a thing of mayonnaise and a thing of tuna fish. And it would last a long time. Oh, Yes. And I'm like, oh my God. So it's New Year's Eve uh, and I go home. I've worked both my jobs. It's like midnight and um, I'm sitting in my little lonely dark apartment. I'm like, how in the world did this, how is this my life? Like, how did this happen? Because like, it's not going anywhere. Mm -hmm. And the answer that came back to me is that your life is a reflection of the choices that you've made so far. And, and in that moment, I was only 23, and I don't think that that was the answer I was looking for. I, I really think I wanted to be able to say, you know, it's my parents' fault or it's someone's fault, it's whoever. Right. I'm like, no, it's on me. And at first, I'm like, well, that really sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? Yes. laughs> but then I thought, well, wait a minute. That's really hopeful because if I can learn how to make better choices, I can get a better result and I know how to learn. Yes. So that experience is where these three fundamental truths came from. And the first one is that the future can be changed, right? Mm -hmm. It's not set in stone. And I think this is something that so many people think like they have a default future Mm -hmm. And, and there's no way to change it. I mean, there, there is, you know, so believing that the future can be changed. That's number one. The second fundamental truth is that you, you can change your future. You know, we, and I think sometimes I think about it this way and this was my epiphany I always thought I always thought someone was gonna come rescue me like my my mom just you know and kind of unrelated but related at the same time my mom had some psychological issues and she could be very abusive and I always thought why doesn't someone why doesn't my dad or why doesn't one of my older sisters why doesn't someone come and help me and over time I'm like wait a minute I'm gonna no one's coming I'm gonna have to figure this out, and even though I'm a child, I have to figure this out. So that's the yeah. second one. We can be our own rescuers. Yeah. And the third one is surprisingly yes. enough, you don't have to wait. You can oh. learn what you need to learn along the way. Yes. So those are my three fundamental truths.
0: I love that. I absolutely love that. I think they're universal. I think that they can apply to absolutely anybody, and. Well, anybody who's willing to accept them. That's anybody right. anybody who's who's open enough to accept them, because um, I was definitely I, I granted I wasn't living on tuna salad, <laughs> I I did for a little bit, but I they definitely hit me like a ton of bricks too when I I remember being at that stage where I wanted to blame somebody for whatever my circumstances were, and then the reality hit me that. You know, maybe it was my own decisions and I don't really like that conclusion. but then again, it might be kind of true. So I, I really do love those those three fundamental truths. Yeah. What are some of the key events in your life that set you on this current path?
1: I would say the first one would be that would happen on that New Year's Eve. Absolutely. Completely, because from that point on, I like I became a relentless student of leadership, self leadership, um, emotional intelligence, communication, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I would say predating that though is an experience I had way back in high school, and it was I grew up with severe speech problems. A speech wow. pathologist, a speech pathologist when I was five years old, told my mom that I'd never speak correctly. He said she's going to have a lifelong disability. What And I know at five and my mom, this God bless her. You know, this is, you know, when she was at her best, she was amazing. She said, well, we're not going to listen to him because you never let someone else tell you what you can or cannot do. And i thought, okay, that's cool. But I hated, hated speaking in public. And and so when I was a freshman in high school, I thought I have to somehow, even though I still have speech problems, I have to, I have to get comfortable speaking in public because that's a big limitation. If, if you're paralyzed by that. Great. So, I took a speech, and I, sp- I took a speech class. And oh, wow. oh my god! And my my speech teacher, his name was Mr. Jordan, and it was just pure happenstance. But he was the coach for the speech and debate team, and my speech and debate team at the high school, it was really good. Like it went to national. So it was like he was wow. good. So I gave my first speech, and it was terrible. When I say it was a train wreck, like I'm not being hard on myself. It was terrible. Oh. It was supposed to be eight minutes long. When I practiced it at home, it was eight minutes. I was so nervous. I spoke so fast. It was five minutes and 20 seconds. So you can imagine it was like just on warp speed. And I, I sat down and I thought, oh God, that was terrible. And I knew it, you know, I, I knew it, you, you know. So the bell rang to dismiss class. And Mr. Jordan said, uh, Bobby, can you stick around for a minute? I thought, he's gonna tell me not to come back. Like, <laughs> okay, well, if he tells me that I'll deal with it. And uh, he said, have you ever thought about joining the, the speech and debate team? And I swear I looked at him for like I was dumbfounded. And I looked at him and I said, Did you leave the room when I was <laughs> talking? Because like that was awful. And he just kind of smiled and he said, Yeah. He said it wasn't very good, but he said, You've got potential. And wow. he
0: said,
1: Isn't that cool? Because he said, you know, with your potential and your work ethic and my coaching. You, you can do well in this. You can learn how to compete and win. And that's when I fell in love with coaching because that's the result. Right? Yes, absolutely. When you can give someone
0: the power to believe in themselves and yeah. you can, that is something that I feel so passionate about when you can just give someone that power to believe in themselves. That is a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And here's the beautiful thing, too. It doesn't have to be like a long process. You know what I mean? Like, sometimes that one tiny bit of encouragement, and Mm -hmm. anybody can give that to anybody else. Yes. You know? Absolutely. Simple example I was on someone's podcast. It was like, oh my God, it's coming up on 18 months ago. And he he was younger, and he's like after the interview, he's like, "Would you mind sticking around for a while? I've got a couple of questions for you. I'd like to get started in coaching and speaking." I'm like, "Sure." So I stayed on for like ten minutes, and he asked me questions, and I was giving him some ideas, I'm like, "Hey, you know, here's how you get started," and and like just basically like, "I believe in, I believe in you. I believe that this is possible." That was it. And now I see him like he's posting on LinkedIn. This guy is crushing it. Wow. And I'm like. That's that's the cool thing, right? Sometimes that's all we need is just that little bit of encouragement.
0: That is awesome.
1: Yeah.
0: That is so remarkable. I I feel like there's not enough of that today. No. There I was on TikTok actually. Again, social media junkie. <laughs> and there was this girl, she had hardly any views, hardly any likes, nothing. And she is into she's doing makeup, she's she has her own brand and everything. And I was like, Why is she not getting any views, any likes, nothing? She is so talented. She has her own like press on nails that she does all the custom designs for, they the bling and everything. And I was like, Girl, I want to do a podcast with you. Like, I like, Why are you not getting any exposure here? You are so talented. Yeah. She, she was just almost in tears because she's like nobody nobody shows me any kind of love or anything she's like this is crazy yeah. that you you know and I was just like I feel like there's just not enough there's not enough encouragement out there there's yeah. not enough of that and there's I always tell people there's enough room at the winner circle for anybody who's willing to who who's willing to reach back and and help the next person up so yeah. that story of you just giving that kid some encouragement now he's just crushing crushing it that is that is beautiful that is so awesome good for you I love that I absolutely (laughs) love that
1: thank you and I love what you did because you know what sometimes that's all you need like you just yes you need someone else to believe in you absolutely we've we've all been there if we're being honest I think we've all been there where it's like yeah I just I just needed that push
0: yes just that little oomph I believe in you I see you yeah you got this
1: you've got this and I the I see you is so important yes. how many how many times in our lives do we feel like we're not seen right too many times too many times. <laughs> at least maybe that's been my experience No, absolutely,
0: <laughs> absolutely. I mean I like even just when we started off this podcast, I was telling I was telling somebody who was asking me how we got started. I was like honestly we started off with no views no anything we were just a couple of friends having a couple drinks in my living room and we didn't even we didn't even know if we were going to get any views or anything we just were sitting around recording our candid conversations and and nobody liked us nobody saw us and then it just took like one person to say hey I see you and then we were like oh okay I guess we'll do one more yeah just one just one and then now we've got how many episodes up and it's it's just that little extra acknowledgement that hey that's awesome like you've got this so I I appreciate and respect that that encouragement that you gave that young man and and everything that you've done here for us I appreciate that where
1: can my audience find more of you and your work all right. So, part, well, three ways. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. Just okay. Bobby Kaler on LinkedIn. I post content several times a week, and it's all around getting unstuck, finding new options for ourselves or creating new options for ourselves, and then moving fast forward faster. That's kind of my, that's all what I'm about. Then I have a website bobbykaylor.com. And I also have a a podcast called Unyielded Thriving No Matter What. So those are the three best ways.
0: Awesome. For everybody who wants to go ahead and follow her, I will link all of those in the description box below. So no worries there. And did you have any tips, tricks, or advice or guidance for our audience members before we close for the day?
1: Mm, I think we've kind of covered it, but I'd say... Just, just know that you matter and your voice matters. So keep going. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's probably my favorite advice
0: ever. Like, it really is. I love it. I love it. Well, Bobby, thank you so much for joining us. To our unladies, ladies and gentlemen alike, I love y'all fiercely.